Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. We'd like to give a shout out to OG's Brands, the official sponsor of Flavoring Fridays. OG's is not your average cannabis-infused gummy. They absolutely knock it out of the park when it comes to flavor and effects of their gummies. They're a total slam dunk, too. So head on over to ogsbrands.com to see their full lineup and find out where you can purchase. We have a jam-packed Flavoring Friday show for you today. We do. And OG's are a good way of kicking off this show, too, because when it comes to arena news... You might need to take some. Chill. We'll get to that in a minute, though. Go ahead, Leah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to Arena Nose. I'm Leah. I'm here with Craig. PD had some plumbing issues that I don't really know if we believe. He'll join later. Um, but we're really excited to be joined by DJ Bean of What Chaos. DJ, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I, I need to defend PD. I don't know if plumbing is what you lie about if you're trying to think of something to lie about. <laughs> Maybe that's why he chose it, though, because, like, who's going to doubt plumbing issues? Right. You two, apparently. You're really <laughs> slagging them. Well, you know, it's if you know based P- on experience, you know. <laughs> so working with PD, so. But thanks for defending him. That was... The- yeah, someone someone can stand stand up yeah, to him, stand yeah. up for him. Oh, that yeah. is. At, least, at least he's got one person to defend him. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, DJ, before we kick things off, you and Sean had a date night last night. We want to hear all about it. <laughs> oh, it was the best. So Sean famously loves him some Buffalo Sabers. Sabers were in town. Had to go. Had to see. A just like going to games. B, wanted to see what Sean is like at a game. I've been to a Blackhawks game with him before, but I've never been to a Sabres game with him. And he was in, I think he's indifferent to the Bruins and the Blackhawks. Probably is a Sabres fan watching a Bruins-Blackhawks game. He probably rooted against the Bruins. But I wanted to see him in his element. And that was amazing because the Sabres were the much better team in what was a pretty underwhelming game overall. But Sean owned the place we saw an awesome goal from tage thompson sean jumped right up he was like the only person on his on their feet it was amazing it was a great time sean texted us that he made eye contact with tage thompson during the national anthem and it changed his life he so he didn't tell me that i I mean you were on a date he didn't want to drop that on you we get it so but you know there might be another option for him just letting you know It, it is striking though the, the size of Tage Thompson, he's such a big boy out there and he's a magnificent player. So we had pretty solid seats and uh, getting to see all the action up close rocked. And shout out Sean rocking a Dominic Hasek jersey. He walked into the studio yesterday wearing a Hasek jersey. I was just planning on dressing like the normal asshole I normally dress like. And I was like, damn, I got to get on this guy's level. So before the game, I went to the Bruins Pro Shop and got a James Van Riemsdyk jersey, which I feel is equally as cool. Duh. <laughs> the greatest goaltender of my life, I think. And James Van Riemsdyk, just a legend in his own right. Uh, oh my okay. Gosh. <laughs> I feel like there are follow up questions to that, but you know, no, maybe, we don't even yeah, want to know. Move on with yeah, the show. we don't okay. even want to know. Um, well, DJ, you're oh, calling about JVR now. <laughs> you're calling into the Coyotes podcast for the few weeks that you and Pete have joined the show. We've kind of stayed clear of talking about the Coyotes. However, you have no choice. We're going to make you talk about the Coyotes today because up until last night, they've been on a roll. Um, and I know that Sean has been beating the drum of the Coyotes on what chaos. So we appreciate Sean's effort. But, you know, I know you're not a Bruins podcast, but you are in Boston. Coyotes are coming to Boston tomorrow for a matinee game against the Bruins. What's the mood around Boston? Are they do they fear the powerhouse Coyotes uh, coming to town? Excitement? Concern? I mean, the it just stinks that the Coyotes are slumping the way they are. They've lost one straight game (laughs) and they're probably going to want to snap that skid against a team that is really falling off a cliff in the Bruins. They've also lost one straight game. So this is kind of going to be like that early season Sharks Oilers game where, you know, both teams are absolutely terrible in a very, very bad way. And they're just looking for any signs of positivity. I'm kind of an optimist when it comes to the Coyotes. I'll actually note that prior to this losing streak, they were playing well and they were beating some teams that this is going to really mess you up. But I crunched some numbers have won Stanley cups in recent years. So there is some silver lining to these slumping, slumping boys in Arizona. I wish we had noticed that ourselves. Uh, we right? never brought it up once. I'm an advanced stats guy, so I was uh, like kind of pouring through some. I was on the dark web, and yeah. I was able to, to uncover a lot of pretty neat stuff. But that's just me. I, I don't. I never played the game, 
I don't really care about the eye test. I'm more about the, the numbers like that. By the way, I, I wanted to ask you this question. I wanted to ask Sean this question because I know it has meaning to them. But but you uh, you had a strong reaction to it as well. So I wanted to ask you something that's completely off topic. Are you just completely pivoting from I hockey? Oh, I am whoa. pivoting from hockey Good. and asking you your, my thoughts, language. your thoughts on the return of the Taco Bell double decker. <laughs> Okay, I have had Taco Bell once in my life. That's a very strange thing about me. Wow. I'm the same as, way. As, really? Yeah, I've had it like Yay. two times ever. Yeah. Yeah, and what the the one time I had it, uh, it was uh, I was in an inebriated state with a group of people who were inebriated, and they were like, "Yeah, we gotta get Taco Bell. This is like the dream." And I would I compare the Taco Bell thing to a lot of like. To like Drake, for example, I don't love Drake. And whenever a Drake song I like comes on, I don't want to steal that valor from people who totally do understand it and love it. So I'm like, I'm just going to let you have it. I'm not going to hog any of the Taco Bell shine because I don't love it. I don't get it. I am extremely naive when it comes to it. You tell me, though, that Sean is a, is a bellhead. Yeah, you, you should. And check. a Drake fan. Uh, that yeah. was an interesting. He's a big Drake fan. Yeah, comparison mm-hmm. to make. So. Yeah, you should look into that. You should explore <laughs> that. I mean, maybe on your second date night. Just thinking. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. I was going to say something that would get everybody fired, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to be back. Go ahead. You want to go back to hockey? I would okay. like to go back right. to hockey. Right. I do Fine. just have a follow up on the slumping Coyotes and Bruins. But because you actually watched the Bruins play in person last night, we talk a lot here about how horrible the Coyotes play in TD Garden. Like talking about advanced analytics, that's just the stats of the Coyotes playing at TD Garden. What do you expect from this matchup tomorrow night? Tomorrow well, night. I was going to say, what's important is that it is a matinee at home where the Bruins for years have just really come out lethargic in some of these games. So I think that could give the road team a little bit of a leg up. The Bruins also recently, even though they beat the lowly Blue Jackets a couple of games ago, have really struggled to generate offense in the last two games. Like Devin Levi was very good last night when he had to be against them, but he didn't have the exactly the toughest go of it, and the Bruins only ended up mustering one goal in that game. They were shut out until the third period on Sunday before Brad Marchand had a natural hat trick. So as the Coyotes are going, and they've been obviously getting some really good goaltending, if they can help keep the Bruins as offensively quiet as they've been, then I think that the Coyotes could uh, have a shot at adding, we beat the 2011 Cup champions to this uh, pathetic uh, banner graphic that our friend Sean has been making. Hey, it's not pathetic. We gotta we gotta celebrate the wins here in Arizona. See, I I look at this differently. Like the Coyotes snapped the streak at, a streak at TD Garden, so I feel feel like it's time to start a new one. And this is basically a 9 a.m. start for the Coyotes. I I don't like this at all. They played last night. They had it's a, it would be in 11 a.m. I'm yeah. sorry, it's 11 a.m. So yeah, that's right. But for still, <laughs> it's a really early game for them. It's basically a back to back traveling across the country, and you're not going to see Connor Ingram. You're going to see Karel Vimelka, who hasn't been in the net in a while. Hopefully, he's sorted out some of his issues. I don't see good things for this matchup. <laughs> I really don't see good things for this. So if, if if Ingram isn't there, then I do like the Bruins because. Whether you start a backup goalie or the other team starts a backup goalie, this is just science. It it changes the chemistry and the genetic makeup of players' brains, where players will play a little bit better if they get their starting goalie benched and if an offense is struggling and they're going up against a backup goalie, they're like, no excuse, excuses. Let's throw a million shots on goal in the first 10 minutes, which the Bruins certainly didn't do last night. They were struggling to get pucks on goal just at all in the first period. So the fact they'll be going up against a backup, I think will maybe uh, dangle a bit of a carrot in front of them. All right. Well, we'll move on from Coyotes talk. I hope that wasn't too much for you. Um, and we'll oh, talk- we have more I coming. Never get enough. We have I mean, more Coyotes trivia 2.0. Yeah. Sean is, is- doesn't let us, though. Every time I bring up the Coyotes, Sean's like, well, uh, with the Coyotes, will you quit it? It's a Sean thing, not me. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, well, we want to talk some bigger NHL topics with you. First of all, where do you stand on NHL Olympic participation? I want it. I want any sort of best on best. I know that players really care about that, and they like doing it. I hate the idea of the uh, World Cup with only certain countries and being like, hey, 
We're going to do a best on best. Sit down, Leon Dreisaitl. No, you, <laughs> no, there's no Germany. No. And then bad players going and playing, and not bad players, but like non-star players getting to participate in a competition because their country happens to be involved and their excellent teammates don't get to be a part of it. So if you could do the Olympics and really get everybody there, then I am totally on board. How do you feel about the Olympic hockey tournament being held in Sicily because the arena in Milan will not be ready in time? I think that that is some of what has just become, uh, let's call it Olympic charm, where you get that, where it's like, oh, we have to house these players? We have to... They're going to play on surfaces that we did not consider. We had a very robust sales pitch. We did not consider these things. So I don't. I mean, I don't think I'm going to be going to either of these things. But I'm not. I'm not totally shocked that there would be logistical issues with uh, the Olympics in Italy. Yes, yes. I was just in Italy this summer, and as a lot of people told Craig me, was in Italy. we went from Switzerland to Italy, and it was a stark contrast between things that work and. Things that don't work. <laughs> you know You know who else went to Italy this summer? Who's that? Every human, it seems. I don't oh, know. Okay. Like, I for sure missed a memo about everybody went to Italy. I've never been to Italy. I never felt more Italy FOMO. I often don't think about going to Italy, but Instagram was just resplendent with, <laughs> with Italy pics. You see you That's the word true. he used? He would hate that yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. Thank uh, you. I appreciate it. <laughs> that's a Craig yeah. word for sure. Um, okay, well, speaking of unique locations, we mm. have to ask you about the sphere. I loved your conspiracy theory on what chaos this week, talking about um, the the Pierre Maguire, the, what did you call it? The, the sphere. The sphere. Yeah, that was <laughs> hilarious. Um, but we want to know, besides that, your overall thoughts on the NHL hosting the draft at the sphere. I think the biggest takeaway from the whole thing is that they're doing this as a big grand, like, hey, look at this. It's the sphere. This is where we're going to do our last uh, draft. Uh, it's the sphere. Isn't that so cool? And you're like, wait, wait, wait. What was that thing you said about last draft? Oh, no, we're decentralizing it. We're not going to do it. We're not going to have this big meeting of the minds. The agents, and the players, and the reporters, everybody, they're not going to come together. We're not going to have a fun, exciting few days of hockey. We're like, but, but the sphere. You see, you too played there. It's the sphere. And I find it hard to not overall be upset with the news in totality because it includes them screwing up a very good thing and what is one of very, very few opportunities for everybody to get together in the NHL. I don't think the All-Star game is that fun. I think that the NHL draft is the best, uh, what would the, the word be, like summit that the NHL has. So I think it sucks that they're getting rid of that. As for the sphere, I said it on the show, the way that Amsterdam is like, the, is like the physical form of doing drugs and partying. I think of the sphere as a physical form of anxiety. <laughs> I will go to that thing in that event and hopefully try to have fun. But if they do any of that shit with the ceiling is coming down and oh, and look, look at all the numbers, they're in your face. If I want numbers, I will crunch my coyote stats as I want to do. I don't need to have a bunch of things hitting me in the face and freaking me out. Are you a Vegas guy in general? I have never been to Vegas. Wow. Really? Although What Chaos has lofty plans to go to the Super Bowl and uh, be the only hockey podcast that covers the Super Bowl. I we love have it. extensive ideas. I love it. Never been yeah. to Vegas. That's fascinating to me. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I want to. I don't really drink this. these days. So, like when I was younger, maybe that would have uh, been a time for me. I, I think I'd still have fun in Vegas, but. I don't know if I have the energy to, to properly do the Vegas thing. Fair enough. So when looking at the sphere, aside from, you know, all city branding or what chaos branding, um, what do you want to see at the draft? What, what, what do you want to see displayed? I mean, other than Pierre Maguire taking over the entire thing, that is what I want most. I spent lots of time. You can check out the what chaos socials making horrifying videos and renderings of what that might look like, even with the draft ticker going on below it. Uh, other than that, I just don't know that anything is going to have the payoff that we think it will. I love the NHL. It's a ridiculous league. Their creative side historically has left more to be desired, especially with things like the NHL awards and everything. So I hope they go outside the box from what they normally do. Like I'm envisioning they're going to be like, Hey, 
It's Will Arnett telling a joke. And you're like, how did you make Will Arnett not cool? Will Arnett <laughs> is the best thing in the world. And NHL's stuff finds a way to water all these things down. I think that when they show like player selections and player highlights, that will look interesting just because it's vast. But what the NHL misses out on with all sorts of draft things is that these are young players and not household names unless you are a massive NHL fan. You're not going to have that experience that in the NFL Combine, which I've been to a bajillion times, or the NFL Draft, where you're like, wow, I just walked by the 10th overall pick. Unless it's like maybe Macklin Celebrini, no one's going to be like, whoa, it's that guy. So that's an uphill climb that the NHL is going to have when it comes to making this big grand thing into something that uh, sells their sport. So you're saying just put Gary Bettman on the sphere instead? <laughs> oh, yeah. Gary Bettman. Uh, I've become a big sharky guy. I know that it's in division in the Pacific, but I like sharky a lot. <laughs> gritty, Other just gritty's that, eyes. Yeah. Like. <laughs> gritty, would be oh, gritty would be good. Yeah. Gritty would be great. That's, I love that. Just the top half of <laughs> Gritty's face and his eyes like follow you when you're walking by somehow that would be Not terrifying creepy, yeah. yes if they can make some sort of i don't know like optical illusion where it seems like you know how like when you're in the car when you're a kid you're like why is the moon following us <laughs> if they could have that sort of effect with gritty's eyes that would be terrific best oh, idea yeah. yet Love Other it. than Sphere. Sphere. <laughs> I mean, Sphere. Work, so, and- yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Well, speaking of creativity, pivoting to talk about. Or making things not cool. Yeah, that's true. Um, the All-Star Game is it's coming up in just a couple months. And, you know, the NHL usually has a musical guest. If you could choose the musical guest for the All-Star Game, who would it be and why? I think right now it's got to be Tate McRae. Tate McRae yeah. is taking over. And when I say taking over, Tate McRae has been forced on everybody in a way I have not seen this side of Jack Harlow and I am not crazy about Tate McRae's songs. Uh, we invited her to come on the podcast. Her team said yes. And then she got too popular. And now they're like, she can't be on any podcast. This is Tate McRae we're talking about, but she's Canadian. She loves hockey. She has an album cover that pisses off hockey fans because the pads are on backwards. She <laughs> shot one of her insane music videos that like makes me throw up because there's so many cuts in it. It looks like it was like produced by a TikTok teen. Uh, she shot one of those videos in a hockey rink. There's a lot of hockey imagery with her. She's a big hockey fan. Tate McRae also is happening now. So it doesn't have the, hey, remember that artist that you were sick of three and a half years ago? Here they are. The <laughs> NHL does a lot. No offense to Nate Roos. Uh, I think that Tate McRae is the best pick. All right. That's a good answer. It is. Okay. Well, this is the part of the show with you we've been looking forward to, and it's Coyotes Trivia 2.0. It's Trivia Friday, um, and we have we have music. We have a graphic. Let's effing go. Whoa. All right. I don't know if this is the music, but we'll roll with it. <laughs> it's labeled as trivia okay. in there. That somehow seems like Sean DePaz's fault. Um, Aaron right. Rodgers. <laughs> but DJ, knowing that you're on, knowing you're a Boston guy, we're doing a Boston angle on this Coyotes trivia. So hopefully we're going to throw you a light. You can get one or two yeah. of these right. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Start it off? Yeah. So Jacob, can we take a look at the first trivia question? This Charlestown raised coyote still holds the franchise record for career penalty minutes and loved to wear a bathrobe around the dressing room with his nickname emblazoned on the chest. Keith Kachuk. Ding, 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 ding. ding. Oh. Nailed it. Congratulations. I think that's your first correct answer, yep, isn't it? Definitely it definitely is. It is. I was, I was hoping to go over the entire season. Yeah, well, that's One fur is still very much in play, though. So. Okay. I mean, Big Walt, by the way, in script on the, the awesome. bathroom, in case you're curious. Wow. Oh boy. All right, Craig. Did you guys see the uh did you see that uh the the Columbus Blue Jackets gave Maddie Healy of the nineteen seventy-five a Maddie Healy bathrobe? And he wore it not. on stage, not in Columbus, but in Vancouver. <laughs> and now hockey fans are like, Oh, the NHL is going to hell because <laughs> Maddie Healy. Yeah, Vancouver Canucks fans are definitely the ones you, you wanna piss off the most for sure. Right. They are <laughs> they I've never for sure had to take alternate routes on uh, the bus back from a Stanley Cup game because half the city was on fire. That never happened. <laughs> All right. Question two. All right. This Marshfield Rays coyote played game seven of a 1999 playoff series with his jaw wired shut. 
He may be the only player who can rival Shane Doan's off-ice contributions to growing the game in Arizona. Ah, uh, Marshfield, 99. Uh, jaw shut. When I think of jaw, I think of Jeremy Roenick, who I don't think is... Uh, oh, you know what? Tony Amonti? Well, you had it. You had it's it. Jeremy Roenick. It is Jeremy <laughs> Roenick. So, I don't That's know. Right. We're going to give you that yeah. one. We're going to give you that because yeah. it was no, your no, first no, answer. No, no, no. Don't you want fucking it. know. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> he doesn't want it. All right. oh, I'm challenging. Oh. I got it wrong. Don't, don't take pity on me. I'm a very <laughs> stupid man, but I'm smart enough to know when people are being placated to. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Question three, Jacob. Uh, this Dorchester raised coyote still holds the Arizona franchise record for points by a defenseman in a single season with 59. His greatest contribution to the NHL lexicon may be the term sonk. That would be Dorchester's own Keith Yandel. Woohoo! Ding, 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 ding. Let's go. He's got two questions. Sonk right. means. Do we know what sonk means? I. I it's when, basically when psych on the ice. It's basically psych. I psyched you out. I, I faked you so out. So like if you like. Like he'll fake a pass. And if a, a player reacts to it and skates toward where he's going, he'll scream, literally scream, sonk on the ice. There, there are videos of this where you can hear him distinctly so screaming funny. it on the ice during a game. At this point in my life, if I hear a term that I don't know, I assume it's either like a sexual or hockey thing that people are going to stop saying in a year and a half anyway. So I'm just not going to learn how to say it. Well, Yandel has more uncomfortable terms that he screams on the ice as well. Like juicy. <laughs> but we won't get into those. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. Next question. <laughs> Number four. This current Coyote won the Tim Taylor Award as the top NCAA Division One rookie in 2017 and was teammates with Charlie McAvoy at BU. Ah, shit. He, uh, teammates with, didn't he go, he was in that same draft, I think. And I think the, the Bruins were picking between these two players and he went like, I don't know, maybe five or like three or four picks later. He went right in the teens in 2016. God, I've given his bio, but I don't know his name. Is it, it wasn't, so who was in that draft? It was uh, Bean, it was, uh, fuck, I don't know. Who was it? <laughs> um, it's Clayton Keller. Ah, uh, yes. So wrong, because I was thinking of a defenseman. There was a defenseman that they, the Bruins almost took, so not Clayton Keller. Okay. Do you know what he's talking about, or no? Defenseman that... Coyotes. I don't think this guy went to the Coyotes. Though. Oh, no, because oh, okay. uh, they, they took Chikrin that year. Oh, maybe. Yeah, same year as, as Keller. They oh, got both those players yeah. in the same yeah, draft. Right, yeah. yeah. 2016, there were a bunch of uh, BU boys. But, cool. yeah, your pick in the first round was uh, Jacob. Yes. Um, all right, next question. This current Arizona State assistant was an assistant on David Quinn's Hockey East and NCAA runner-up BU Terriers in 2014-50. He was also later BU's head coach and recruited Clayton Keller to BU. Oh, shit. Uh, hold on. Uh, I'm, I'm going to cheat just by scrolling I through my contacts. I see you on your phone. Yeah, no, 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 but I'm not, like, looking up. I'm... I'm just going to go through my contacts because I have this person in okay. my phone and he's such a nice person. And why can't I think of his name? It is, ah, uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> it, ah, uh, he <laughs> just, whatever. Just give me like, <laughs> you want initials? Oh my God. I, sure. A-O. Albie O'Connell. You got it. Sorry, Aldi, if you're watching. It's, a, it's all good. He's uh, He's been a guest on this show before yeah, as exactly. well. Yeah, so. yeah. Nicest guy. Nicest yep. nicest man. Terrified of desert wildlife, as we've learned. Terrified. Really? Yes. Yeah. He had to move. Like, he was living in a house in Paradise Valley, like a nice house, and he was so scared that he moved into an apartment in Tempe because he couldn't deal with the wildlife. So what did he see? Like, I'm the... I'm the t if I see anything that I did not plan on seeing... I need to like move countries. So I am okay with Albie there. What did he see? What was I the mean, 
Well, like javelinas, yeah. Like I don't know why a javelina. Yeah, coyote. Snake, snake would scare you. A coyote shouldn't scare you. We, Coyotes are everywhere. You know, depending on how far out you live, you you could see a mountain lion, and that <laughs> one would probably drive me to another house too. But it doesn't help that ASU head coach Greg Powers continually sends him photos <laughs> and videos of the wildlife that he might see by by continuing to live there. So he's trolling him. Yeah, don't do that. That's that's not nice. That's well. well I'm Team Albie. Yeah. <laughs> All right, right, last question. Our final question. This situate-raised former Coyote works on his skating every summer with Boston-raised 1980 U.S. Olympic figure skating captain Mike Botticelli. Works on his skating with <laughs> situate-raised for... Uh, figure skating captain... <laughs> hmm. That's a deep cut there. Let's see. Former Coyote. Jeremy Roenick. <laughs> uh, give it to me. I don't know. Um, it's Connor Garland. Connor uh, Garland is the answer. Yep. Son of a gun. I yep. mean, I did. I did exponentially better than I thought yeah. I was going to do. I'm very impressed. You did great. So. Well done, DJ. We appreciate it. I only it. had like two fits and had to take out my phone and still didn't get it right after taking out my phone. It's all good. Every week you were honest too. I mean, you, you had the answer on the one and you, you refused to accept it. So respect, sure. respect for that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Please. I'm not going to throw out a mil million answers and then say, oh, I knew it. I didn't know it. I wish I did. It's all good. Well, DJ, this has been a lot of fun. As always, um, everybody go check out What Chaos on Thanks. YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. I was laughing my ass off in my car this week listening to you guys. Um, anything coming up that you want to let people know about? Yes, we've got a... We're taping something with the player on Sunday, and I'm always afraid to say, like, this is happening because you never know. <laughs> but uh, Tuesday, we should have an awesome, very funny uh, very notable guest. And then at the end of next week, we're taking a trip to another NHL city where we are going to load up on content. I'll nice. catch some hockey. Yeah. Nice. Well, well, remember this, Sean is a cheap date. So if you want to <laughs> say thanks to your producer without really having to spend much money, you could just take him to Taco Bell and that would probably make him happy for a month. So just keep That's, that. I mean, we did, we did tendies at the Bruins game last night. The tenders were good yesterday evening so it all was, right it was it was a great time awesome well dj thanks so much and uh, enjoy your weekend we'll talk to you next week thank you bye all right bye dj awesome well thank you again to uh dj bean of what chaos and pd has what? slid Whoa, into hey. his place we did not Who that hey hey um but before we invite pd's thoughts on anything I'll remind everybody that if you want to go to a Coyotes game when they're home next weekend, get your tickets on game time. It's the best place to buy tickets. Actually, I saw that DJ, when he posted a photo of him and Sean at the Bruins game yesterday, tagged game time because they got their seats right there on game time. They were phenomenal seats and you can check out the view. You can check, you can buy parking on game time. It's just so easy to use. So download the game time app, create an account, use it code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again, create an account and redeem code phnx for twenty dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed what is that sound pd are you doing something <laughs> okay all right anyway um i'm gonna a few weeks ago i went to gila river resorts and casinos at wild horse pass it was so much fun it was just like a state-of-the-art casino there were restaurants in there. They had the BetMGM Sportsbook in there. Um, the it, it was just so much fun. And yeah, I always like mentioned five hundred foot screens in there too, like, like a ton of them. Big. Yeah, go on an NFL Sunday. It's so it's a blast. Um, so check it out. And they have a Coyotes craft table. I always like to say so. Maybe you'll get lucky on there. You do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. You can visit play at gila.com for more details. PD, I know you were sitting in the wings uh, on that. Do you have any thoughts on DJ before we uh, we move on to our next segment? Any no. <laughs> okay. PD, why are you at home? Well, it, 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 we talked about this plumber thing. And, and you know what he did? He came to the door and we go, oh, he's done. 
No, he's not done. He's on his way is to Home Depot. Is it the doctor, Petey? Is that what we're talking about? Per- he's on the way plumbing? to Home no, Depot okay. to get a gasket, a PRV valve gasket. Well, apparently he did not have in his truck. So now we are without water for several more hours. So things are not going well at Peter's house. So I oh, don't boy. even know if the PR valve is a real thing. Like like Fletch said, ball bearings. Like I don't know. Is it a thing? It, like he could literally say anything. And I go, yeah, okay. So there went the bill. Charge that another half hour run for that. Oi, <laughs> oi. All right. Well, PD, we're happy to have you here because we're going to talk about some of the news around the NHL. And then we'll round out the show by talking a little bit more about what other than the Coyotes arena was. We'll have some fun. I have another rant locked and loaded, ready to go. Oh, um, me too. So we have we have a good rest of the show lined up. So let's start with uh, some around the NHL topics. And we'll start. We talk a lot about Coyotes goaltending here, but we have it pretty good because some other teams don't. And for the Toronto Maple Leafs, fortunate news for them. Last night's game, um, Joseph Wool out for weeks as Had Sheldon Keefe off the ice. said just awful um do the Leafs now with this in mind need another goalie Samsonov I think he's sick right now I think Martin Jones was the backup just a weird situation in, in game, Toronto yeah. your thoughts whoever wants to start yeah I, I, I don't know what they do but that first off awful situation like it looked like a routine play and then he's being helped off the ice and as, as we have talked about on the show many times, goaltending's been an issue for the Toronto Maple Leafs. They look like they may have finally found a solution, and now he's out for, as you said, weeks. So I don't know. I don't know if you go out and make a panic decision at this point. You, you First of all, you find out what you have, if they can carry you in the meantime. But, boy, really, really tough situation. Yeah, I don't know if Joseph Wall is the answer there anyway. Like, I, I know he's played well, but Toronto's had a goaltending problem for, what, a decade or longer? Yeah. Um, this is no real big surprise. I I cannot believe that this team has not addressed their goaltending prior to this, and now you're looking at, okay, Martin Jones is the answer? Are you out of your mind? Right now, this team's at first place in a wild card spot. That will not last if their goaltending doesn't hold up because, as they've shown in the playoffs, they cannot outscore bad goaltending. I, when you say do they need one now, they needed one five years ago. So yeah. I, I, I don't. They're in trouble if if somebody doesn't come in and, and shut the gate. You got any thoughts on this? Your hometown team? I just I think like Toronto is inflated right now because yeah they're winning and they're doing well, but they do not have a ton of regulation wins. Like and I think it's inflating their record. So I don't think until they have a dependable goalie that they can make. A run. I mean, credit to Matthews, Nylander, and Marner having unbelievable seasons. But, yeah. you know, on this show, we talk a lot about the Coyotes' depth of scoring. That's a superstar-heavy team. So Yeah. Know. You know what I think about w- when we're talking about the Coyotes? Imagine the situation the Coyotes might be in right now if Ivan Prosvetov hadn't been claimed, where you had yeah. the opportunity maybe to trade one of your goaltenders, tr- to trade Karel Vimelka probably at this point to... Edmonton or Toronto to a team that needs a goaltender. They, they don't have that depth now, so it becomes much more difficult because then if you do, you, you got to call up Matt Vialta and you have nothing in Tucson at that point that you're trusting. So it, it's, it's almost a shame in a way because they were in a situation where they really could have taken advantage of this. Veggie, I, veggie for Matthews, one for yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> Who says no? <laughs> okay. I don't know what Petey's doing, but we'll, we'll move on. Yeah, I, I, I think what Petey's doing is I think I, I hear voices downstairs, so I think the plumber may have returned. Okay, that's so good that, news. Update. Um, all right, well, the Toronto Maple Leafs on the subject played the Ottawa Senators, and they have had some unfortunate injury news. Thomas Shabbat, uh, it's going to be quite a while for him as well. And I don't think Ottawa has had the season so far. I know Petey in particular is an Ottawa hater. Um, so am I. So is Craig. Yeah. But, you know, we looked, we always say like Buffalo, Detroit, Ottawa, that's the next group. And I think all of us said Buffalo, Ottawa, Detroit, and somehow it's completely flipped on its head and Detroit's the one leading that pack. Yep. But the Shabbat injury does not help the Senators situation. Yeah. And, uh, but in terms of hype, like Detroit is, it's the Red Wings fine. They're, they're obviously uh, not an original six, as Jeff Merrick would say, but they're, they're one of the old time franchises. So they're going to get some attention. But, of those three teams, like 
the one that was just being overhyped to me was Ottawa for the past couple seasons we've heard oh this team's this team's on the verge this team is so good this team is so talented and I'm looking from the outside like huh no they're not it it just feels like Canadian overhype of a of an average NHL franchise I, I don't think like if things are going right for Ottawa that they're a playoff team I just don't think they're that good but this injury in particular this is a critical players to this team to so to have him out for an extended period of time i i think that this basically just kills the senators chances of getting yeah, the season I, I, the senators aren't they're last in their division the one thing unusual is they're a plus four when it goes to plus minus goal differential which we've talked about in the past but when you talk about the hype between buffalo them and detroit Detroit's sitting a third in the Atlantic right now. Guess what? They're not finishing third. Sorry to everybody nope. there. They got Patrick Kane. Guess what? How he looked last night. They, they were jumping up and down for a hit post. Relax there in, in the motor. There city was a lot of hype. Did you notice that? Like a lot of people, oh, he Jeez. looked actually really good. I was like, okay. I did. Yeah, he, he hit a post on a pass that was a turnover that he, he literally walked in all alone on the goalie. Like, relax a little bit. I He didn't help the New York Rangers. He said his hip is ready to go. If it was ready to go, he would have played three games ago ottawa stinks buffalo is no better and guess what detroit's going to get blown out by toronto and tampa here before you notice because tampa had a tough start because of their goaltending issues tampa's going to jump over them they're all going to go away and then we can stop talking about them <laughs> i'm right? grumpier and shit today right now because i have no nah, water. well that's, that's fair that's fair with what you, you need it. i mean on this flavor and fridays and ogs i think would do you really well pity mm-hmm. just saying yeah. Okay. I got you. Way ahead of you, Leah. Um, all right. Of you. Well, we saw Alex Ovechkin earlier in the week when the Coyotes shut out the Capital 6 nothing. We talked a little bit about it on the post-game show, how Ovechkin has been struggling. Um, but it's it's been interesting watching former Coyote Dylan Strom, who just, I think, had, what was it, his 100th goal, but Ovechkin assisted on it, and it was Ovechkin's 1500th NHL point, and then Dylan Strom said, yeah, he can keep the puck on this one. Yeah. Um, but... You wanted to talk a little bit about the capital you, you know, what I keep hearing, like, I, I want to talk specifically about Dylan Strom because, the, like, when he went to Chicago and then even, you know, here in Arizona or uh, there in Washington, I hear a lot of people defending him. Like, I don't know why people criticize Dylan Strom. He's been a productive player. Well, first off, the draft status, obviously. He can't help the fact that he went third overall. But have you noticed that Alex Ovechkin has disappeared from the face of the planet? You know why? Because Nicholas Backstrom isn't his center anymore. He's not finding him in those places. And this, to me, just underscores the fact that Dylan Strom is like a third-line center. And when you look at his stats this year, I know he started out hot, and everybody probably still has that in their heads. He's on pace for 46 points this season. He's a third-line center. I, I'm not, I don't mean to throw shade at Dylan Strom, but I don't get all the, oh, I don't understand why people don't like Dylan Strom. He's fine. He's a fine player. He's an NHL player without a doubt, but he's not a top six guy. He's not driving offense on this team, and he's certainly not helping Alex Ovechkin get any closer to that NHL all-time goal-scoring record. Okay. All right. You got nothing. <laughs> oh, I, I'll just no. I, I I'm sorry. I I will chime in a little bit. I, I I'm not quite as harsh on Dylan Strom. I think he's having a good year there. I I do think he's an NHL player. I, I do. I think he's a top line center. No, the answer is no. Um, I, I'm not blaming Ale- Alexander Ovechkin's slow start completely on his center because I don't <laughs> think. Alex Ovechkin has turned a wheel for the last couple of seasons. So that's me. And I know everybody loves the, the great story. But, but, buddy, let's put it this way. He could wear a suit underneath his clothes and not have to take a shower after and just walk out of the rink. Because they're, they're, come on. Like, I get it. He's got, Ovechkin's got five goals. But, but to Dylan Strom, he, he leads the Washington Capitals right now with 10 goals. So I, I, good for him. I, I'm glad to see he's fit in somewhere in the NHL. It just wasn't going to happen here in Arizona. So I'm happy it's worked out for him. Um, but, but I agree with Craig that he is not a top line center. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, well, we'll move west, and we've been ta- we've been looking a lot at the Western Conference wildcard race, as I mentioned last night. Coyotes hold that first spot in the wild card. Nashville close behind. Um, it's neck and neck. Coyotes have a game in hand, though. Winnipeg pulls ahead with a win last night, so now they're four points ahead. But if you look just down the wild card race in the West, you have the Coyotes with twenty eight points, Nashville with twenty eight. Then you have St. Louis with twenty seven, Calgary with twenty five, Minnesota is kind of coming 
back on a surge. It's it's a tight race in yeah. the West, and, and, and then Edmonton's on the up. They're on the up, so and they have games in hand. Yeah, it, it's just, it'll be really interesting to see. Edmonton has actually quite a few games in hand. That's surprising. They they only have twenty three games played, fewest in the West besides LA, who we'll talk about in a second. Um, yeah. But the Western Wildcard race for a, a conference that I would say is overall the weaker seventeen conference. It's a very interesting. Yeah, and that's race. probably why, right? Because yeah. it's not very strong. But there are seven teams in this wild card race. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and write off the Blackhawks and Sharks easily, and probably write off the Ducks as well. I don't think any of those teams are a playoff team. But everybody else, yeah, you got to be like, uh, if Edmonton had had this start in the Eastern Conference, they're done. It's over. Season over. But they still have a chance to climb in the Western Conference because of the situation. Yeah, it's interesting because we've talked about the mediocrity in the Western Conference for a long time. And I think if not for the mediocrity, I don't think the Coyotes are sitting in a wild card spot right now. You look at the Oilers and you go, okay, they've won five straight. They've won five straight and they're still seven points behind the Coyotes. Like, buddy, that, that's a long, long road to make up for them and, and, and winning five straight. And they're still struggling towards the bottom of, of the West. So, yeah, I, I think Edmonton is going to continue to come on stronger. I'm still worried about their goaltending. I'm still worried about their ability to defend. And they're one injury away from having zero chance to, yeah. to get back in this. The one surprised me is Minnesota Wild. Since they made the coaching change, I think that they've had that push. Again, is it enough? Because St. Louis looks like they're playing a little bit better right now. Nashville's still in it. I, 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 this Western Conference wild card is going to be a dogfight for a very long time. See how you use dogfight there? Because Yeah, because your dog is barking. wants to come on the show? And by the way. He's barking at the plumber. I'm was, sorry. There's a lot say, going on here. I was going to say, I believe you now because we can hear the plumber and we can hear your dog barking. So. I am so sorry for everybody sitting at home listening. I am. I, I, I just I, I don't know. I, I'm so sorry. But I, but I, I appreciate your guys' patience and allowing me to come back on the show today. So I, no, I we, we, we are happy to have you here. Um, it's Friday. Well, I'm looking forward to Friday fun day all day because I heard there was a, there was a rumor that the magician was coming into the studio today to start practicing some tricks. I so badly wanted to see him. So I, I don't know if he made it. I don't know if he had issues as well. Well, but I, I know I did not make it to see some of that happen. That, that was by far the worst part about the loss last night was a missed opportunity to see the Malt Magician. I know a lot of people agree. Were, were devastated. Um, we'll talk about one more Western Conference team. And this is not the fun day part because I know a lot of us do not like the LA Kings. Oh. But what the LA Kings are doing, I mean, setting an NHL record 11-0 road, like That's on the road to start the season. It's like, insane. are you kidding me? It makes me feel a little bit better about them beating the Coyotes twice. Um, just an unbelievable statistic. Just like, what is happening? And and is LA the real deal? It's interesting. This team has started off so well, and the biggest reason is because it's one of the things Craig has talked about here for the Arizona Coyotes for years, and is their depth up the middle of the ice. This team is strong up the middle, and it starts with their all-star for many years, Andre Kopitar, who's playing outstanding again. we got Philip Deneau, Pierre-Luc Dubois, and Blake Lozato on the middle. This team is strong up the middle. They're deep. Um, they're strong at the back end. They're getting surprisingly really good goaltending from Cam Talbot that I didn't think was good play this well for them um they play physical and this king team is tough i i think the the, the east coast bias is really affecting their national exposure because this team is really mm -hmm. good um you've seen it when they play the coyotes they're better than i what i think they're getting uh, credit for nationally right now but that's going to change if their record continues and lastly on their their road winning streak the last time we talked about this, Leah, once you start that, if they would have lost one in the first three, they'd lose one now and again. But when they get ready to play a game on the road, they know they're undefeated on the road. And, and it plays into their mindset. And they're they, like you saw guys jumping in front of shots for Ingram. That's what they're doing every time they play a game on the road. It, it just it is a self-fulfilling prophecy that I think they're playing harder on the road right now because that record exists. And because that record exists, they're able to add more to it. I, I don't know when that that streak ends. Maybe it ends here at the mullet. Who who knows? Well, no, who knows? Um, but but they this team is better than people. They already played the LA Kings for. three yeah. times. Yeah, they're done. Is over. Yeah, that's it. Well, the Kings, have the, the Kings have the best winning percentage in the West and the second best in the NHL right now. This is this team is real, and I was I'm just you might want to clip this, okay? I was wrong. I was so wrong about this team. I didn't think they were quite ready. The LA Kings are legit, and I'm I'm just gonna. Did keep you, Leah, did you hear that? Yeah, I just admitted this, he was, was wrong. Crazy. Jacob was crazy. literally gasped. 
two and a half years, and I don't know if I've ever heard that. <laughs> I, I know Tara's never heard that. So if, Tara, <laughs> if Tara's listening, she should have clipped that. Because I'm sure that doesn't happen much at all. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, they're they're it's legit. A good team. They're legit. The the playoffs are going to be really interesting this year, and I know it's December, but I'm I'm already excited for it. I'm not going to lie. Um, all right. Well, I was. Are you going to bet on them? I'll definitely be betting on the playoffs. Are you kidding? By the way, so for last night's game, I had looked at the line on BetMGM, and the Coyotes and Flyers were both minus one ten. It was kind of a, a hmm. pick 'em game. That's not the line for tomorrow's game. Um, the Bruins are minus 250 and the Coyotes are plus 200. So okay. a little bit of a different matchup there um, over under set at six. So maybe go the player prop route or if you believe in the Coyotes, you can win some good money by betting that plus 200 line. Whatever it is that you do, do it over on BetMGM. And if you haven't signed up yet, it's a good time to do so because if you use the bonus code PHNX and place your first BetMGM sportsbook wager through the BetMGM sportsbook mobile application of at least 10 dollars that bet loses your bonus bet will be available once your initial wager is settled you can receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if it loses so you can check out the show notes for full details and now listen to shane talk about the disclaimer Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. All right. I have complete confidence and faith that this is a winning scratcher. We, we've we been scratching every day. We won last week. We won $2. I feel good about this one. We can win up to $500 with this one. This is a $1 one. And what's so great about the holiday scratchers is you can buy them for as inexpensive as a dollar, um, which is a gr- makes them such a great stocking stuffer, a great holiday gift. You can buy a handful. Like if someone handed me a pile of scratchers, I would be thrilled. This so, is this is my first time being on a show while somebody scratched, so I'm really? excited for the opportunity to win a portion of this. Well, we all got fifty cents on our two dollar win, so I didn't get the fifty cents. Nobody gave you me weren't the here. fifty cents. Oh, okay, that's how it works. Okay, yeah, Petey's not here, so Petey doesn't get the money. Um, all right. We'll try again next time. Not a winner. I need Not a win. Money, by the way. Yeah, this could pay for PD's. Actually, even the five hundred. I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> but... buddy, that, that, that ain't that ain't doing it. By the way, by the way, the Arizona Scratchers. If anybody does want to contribute and those Arizona Scratcher winnings. We, we will start a GoFundMe now. <laughs> for Petey's uh, water valve repair. <laughs> Thank um, you to the Arizona Lottery. Petey's uh, plumbing. Petey's plumbing. There you go. <laughs> um, it, as I mentioned, Scratcher started just a dollar. Top prize up to 500000 That would certainly pay for the plumbing. Um, so go out and buy your holiday Scratchers today. Find a retailer like our friends at Circle K near you at ArizonaLottery.com. And you must be 21 or older to play. Oh, look at that in the background. Our little I know. Heads. I put that on. I put our, all our heads on the background and we didn't get I, I didn't get the wide shot today. So I'll have to wait till Craig leaves and then get the wide shot. <laughs> get out, Craig. Just so, kidding. Are we done with the Arizona Lottery? Are we done? Yes. With the scratchers to be okay. So I, I had to take the headsets off during the last read so I could listen to what was going on downstairs. So the the the, the problem's fixed. We've we've got the water back on in the house, but there is now a new leak. Oh, it's outside. I've been just informed, but I, and I'm not quite sure what that all means. But I will find out shortly. No. Oh yeah, no! It's outside the house. It's outside the house. It is not inside the house. It is outside. The well, house. I'm glad you called the plumber instead of having your neighbor do this. I know. Can you imagine where I'd be oh. if we had Dave the cop fixing this? This would not be going well. Dave the cop. Yeah, this was. There was. A, it was. A, it was a quick decision, though. Leah. It was. It was like Dave's. Like he. He was ready to dive in, and I'm like, Dave, no, I'm calling it. Like I called it right then. Like come on. <laughs> Good After call. We left the hardware. Okay. You're, Sorry you're used to, to making on the fly calls as a former NHL video coach. You got to decide on the fly. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, we have a, fel- a couple of Coyotes updates. We're going to talk about the beloved topic, the nice. arena. But before Seriously. that, before that, you do have a McBain update as well. Yeah, Jack McBain is skating again. So it won't be long Woo-hoo. before he's back on the ice. We'll see how he, he progresses. Break. But he's go ahead. Is he on the trip? Is he on the trip? Do you know? No, no. Okay. But skating here. Okay. So he won't play on the road trip. But, you know, we'll see what happens after that. So that's good news. They need 
some of these guys back. Look, like when we when we take into context what they just did and went four and one at home, even though they lost last night, keep remembering Barrett Hayden and Jack McBain are out of the lineup. And this Travis Boyd. And Travis Boyd, who was playing well in <laughs> yeah. his last couple games. They're down three centers. Give the Coyotes some props. They're they're finding a way to do it. Even if you know, even if they lose at T D Garden, which you know we all expect them to do, so they'll probably win like they did in Vegas. Um they're doing it without three centers, so but help is on the way. Jack McBain could be back soon. Blessed. We need. Kelly Herman, you are not helping. <laughs> oh, my God. Kelly said we had a service line issue to our house in New York before we moved. That was a $6,000 repair. Not PD's anxiety. So as long as we're on the topic of anxiety, oh and I'm glad Here it's a go. flavoring oh, Friday no. because I recommend everyone take an OGs and chill a little bit. So. This Coyotes Arena thing, not surprisingly, because we've been waiting on it for 15 years. Honestly, probably been waiting on it for a quarter century. Um, it spun out of control a little bit with all this speculation about what might be coming. I want to go back to the appearance by Coyotes president and CEO Javier Gutierrez on our show back in October. None of the timelines have changed since then. What's coming next is not going to be, oh, we have a done deal. We're going to put shovels in the ground tomorrow. What's coming next is basically the path that the Coyotes are going to take. Okay, it's not. This is a done deal. As Javier has told us on this show a few times that the hope for that is the end of the season, right? End of the first quarter or the end of the season, which really are within two weeks of one another. So don't expect this next announcement announcement to be, it's a done deal, we're ready to break ground. As far as breaking ground, like I've heard some wild speculation on when they could break ground, in January or in April. No, not possible, not a chance that's gonna happen. First of all, keep in mind the timeline I just gave you. We're not gonna know the final decision, the final plan until the end of the first quarter or maybe the end of the season. There's no way they're breaking ground before the summer if everything goes right with all the entitlements, with all the legal stuff that you have to do for one of these massive deals. So take a chill on all of that. Let's just wait and see how it plays out. I know that's really, really hard to do, but take a chill and let it play out. And then the last thing to remember, like with all the uh, concern over oh my god they're like what, what happens with the timeline now how are they going to do this are they going to have to play it mullet longer than they expected remember the remediation of the tempe land was going to take minimum six to eight months who knows by by, by the time they got in there it might have taken longer they're on the same timeline because they don't need to do that with with what they're looking at now they're on the same timeline so there's no concern there obviously we won't all want to see the deal closed but it's not coming at the end of the calendar year. We're not going to have a final deal then. So if you're hearing that, you're hearing wrong. It's the same timeline that Gutierrez laid out when he was on the show in October. Yeah, I, I don't know what else you add to that. I mean, the, the, I think we, we it is, I was asked again today by by other people, I said, just hold, pump the brakes. Like This yeah. is so, so, one, it is so far from shovels in the ground are you out of your mind like buddy this is nowhere near a done deal i mean nowhere near done so relax two, two things on that. like javier's not commenting anymore right he's not talking uh and, and i understand why they're not they're not talking anymore so they they want to have something announced it doesn't help when your social media account Trolls people, teases people. Like, that's not helping. Like, oh, is it coming soon? Well, no, it's not coming soon. So the follow-up question then makes you look kind of silly when you don't have a final announcement to give people. I know they're getting great engagement, but that's not what this is about. It's about getting the deal done. They're not helping matters, but they, and they probably are hurting matters, the social media account, by spinning things out of control. But again, keep in mind that that... That timeline hasn't changed. Even though Javier is not talking now, nothing has changed. Per all of my sources, nothing has changed on that timeline. I want to comment on the social media account because there's like some things that people didn't find funny like in the past that I did. Unless there is literally something super definitive, like do not do that. It's so unfair to Coyotes fans like who have yep. been through so much bullshit. Yep. And at this point, I think everyone's tired of the bullshit like i'm just gonna say it. we're tired of the bullshit so don't 
like don't do that unless there's something literally in like in stone but this is this whole thing of like we know something you don't and then the something isn't even something legit it's BS, like enough. It's 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 just wrong, and, and that goes for everything, right? Like, yeah. don't tease people. Like, oh, we know something. I'm going to tease it. Like, come on. Either yeah. either report it, put it out there, or shut up. Yeah, it's fresh. It's very frustrating. So I know there's been a lot of speculation in our, in our own Discord as well about which parcel of land it is. Like, I'm of the point where like my hands are up, and I'm just going to sit back. There's I have zero control in this situation. Yeah. There's nothing I can do to make the arena get deal get done. So like I'm just gonna sit back and wait for the news. Craig's doing the reporting. Um, the t you know when there's something to report, it'll be reported. But at mm -hmm. this point, I just like I'm out of patience and I'm just gonna sit back until I'm told either they're getting it done or they're not. Right. That's how I feel. So, um, and on that note. Craig is doing the reporting. He's making all the calls. Again, you can read the latest on the arena in the neutral zone from last week. And that's on up right now. Go phnx.com and just support support us and support what we're doing. It really means a lot to us. We've had a ton of new diehards this week, which, mm -hmm. we, which we sincerely appreciate yeah. you all joining people from Australia, um, people who we've been seeing on Twitter who, you know, finally are in the discord. So we're super happy to have you. And it's the best time right now to become a diehard because our diehard membership is discounted now until Sunday, which it's the only time this year, the only time for a while it's going to be that way. $59.99. It's $20 off um, from the usual $79.99. So become a diehard and if you're already a diehard then you can give the gift of a diehard membership to someone else this holiday season um, and they'll get 20% off merch events a free shirt or hat and their little diehard box a membership card and access to our discord as well so uh, become a family join the family and become a diehard and make some friends yeah great community great community it's an unbelievable community it really is um, all right most of them <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of you out there I'm not so sure about. <laughs> I kid, I kid, I kid. Petey, I think you need to pour yourself another one of those. Yeah, bud. yeah. Let's <laughs> let's refill on that cup exactly. there. Um, uh, all right. Well, let's, you know who you are. Let's let's turn it to uh, something more positive and exciting. Yeah, a week from today, right? A week from today. There's a Coyotes game, but. Before that, we're gonna have a second show. We're gonna do two shows in we one have, day. We have six shows next. Are we week. announcing this now? Yeah, we're gonna. This go is ahead. the first like, I've is heard it. of this. <laughs> no, it's we're gonna not. announce it. This is it. Fireside this is, chat. Craig, Craig, have you have you locked this in tight? Yep. Like, are yep. you sure? Because this I'm people certain. people hear this announcement, and this this will cause chaos in the streets. Okay. <laughs> I'm certain. If you're right. gonna, if you're Here ready, locked it down. We have locked it down. We're going to do a fireside chat with Coyote's general manager, Bill Armstrong. Where we're going to do it? Well, sort of from his house. <laughs> They're having their house remodeled. So we're going to do it from a, a neighboring house with a spectacular fireplace, by the way. Literal fire sweaters. Too. Bill Armstrong might wear his, you know, Hugh Hefner smoking jacket. <laughs> I don't know what he's going to show up in. I'm curious what he's going to show up in. But we're going to do sort of a... State of the Coyotes at, at the holidays with Bar Bill Armstrong fireside. So that's going to be really cool be on so Friday fun. afternoon before the game that night. It's going to be so fun. And we're going to give the uh, diehards opportunities to ask questions. So if you're not a diehard and you're on the fence, join now because we're going to ask him diehard questions straight up. Um, so another great perk to being a diehard. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. It's going to be a good time and yeah. a, a really unique show. And I think in that environment, it's going to be a lot of fun. So can't wait for that who knew, who knew that you know when when bill took his first gm job the guy was just going to be a natural in front of the camera he is he is There's yeah he's no a good storyteller he is he is he really is so and looking he's forward and to he's that. not afraid like don't be afraid to ask off the wall questions he comes with an answer yeah. immediately yeah like, what was the one in australia like his thoughts on koalas and and he was like uh, like ready he was he and was shout crazy. out caleb for that question i'll, yeah, I'll always right. remember that because that was a good one that i would never say oh i'm gonna ask gmba about koalas but caleb will and then we can get that spectacular answer yeah. so can't wait cannot wait for that um all right well we'll wrap up friday fun day i was gonna go on a rant i already went on a rant so that's enough rants for what me was, today what was your rant oh i was just gonna oh you gotta go you okay gotta all right you fine go. okay fine what was it about Okay, so I might want to jump on board. I'm in the mood. Let's go. <laughs> Everyone know P. Jacob is like, get me out of here. I've been, I've been my... sitting in this chair for at least two and a half Jake, hours. Is this the, Jake, is this Jake, the longest Coyote show of all time? Though, because PHX we were all in together once. 
Go ahead. Like, this is the vote show, right? Like the, the vote show is the longest all time. This is like it's inching toward the longest PHN. <laughs> well, of all time. it's not. We had a late start, to be fair. So we're actually you're at 59. Still so, yeah, saying, we're still just we're, we just hour. hit an hour. We've this is nothing. Oh, this, okay. yeah. There have been much longer. I shows. thought it was an hour of 50. Draft shows are like four hours long. Yeah. yeah. Can you, watch, what about your the two sun draft show? Shows. They're on for two hours every day. Yeah, true. Cardinals, too. But would hear that, but he didn't. Um, okay. And the Diamondback show and the Rising show. They all, they should have a time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you I mean, guys Derek just Montilla going on about this is only making the show longer. So, you <laughs> time for my rant. You, you might know that I had a horrible experience on American Airlines flying back from Miami, Florida a couple weeks ago. Um, complete disaster trying to figure out where to submit a refund. Finally get someone on the phone. She gives me very clear instructions. First person to give me very clear instructions that made sense. I go through the process, but before before that, I had replied to a. I'm gonna just keep keep saying it because I already used it once. Bullshit! Like how many times can I say it today? After Pete and I talked about last night, not swearing that much, but like here I go today. But it's one of those shows. Yeah, I'm uncomfortable around the two. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's concerning. Um, and but before I had talked to the person, I had replied to the email that I got sent that was like, "We're so sorry for your experience. We mm. like, well, we want to make it better in the future. How is that helping me get reimbursed for my hotel? It's not." So I replied to that email. Then I talked to the person. I followed the instructions. I submitted a receipt. And the next day, I get a reply to the email. I was like, we're so sorry. Reply to this email with like your receipts. Like we take PDF. We like all. And I was like, great. So I send the hotel receipt. And then I also attach my Uber and my taxi cab receipt. And I said, I know you might not be able to reimburse those things. But if possible, to get either a flight voucher or airline mile credit for these things. So the hotel bill, and I will just tell you all because it was like, I couldn't find a hotel anywhere. It was $215 for my three-hour stay in that hotel. So I submit the receipt. They write back right away. They're like, we just mailed you a check for $191. And I was like, okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> but $191 is not $215, and it's not answering my problem of the $65 I spent on cabs. What? How do they arrive at 191? So they do it based on their agreed rates with the hotels. Well, you could have given me an agreed rate with a hotel if American Airlines had given us hotels instead of saying, instead of saying, oh, sorry, there's nothing available. Take out your iPhones and go on Booking.com. That's literally what they said to us on the plane. Um, so that's. BS. So I go back to them and I say, okay, um, thanks so much for mailing the check. I'm trying to be friendly. I, like I've worked in customer service. I, I don't want to be um, mean. So I said, thank you so much. Given the fact that this check is 25 or like $35 short on what I'm actually owed for the hotel. And I paid $65 for round trip transportation. Is there any way that I can be credited a voucher or airline miles like what is, what does it cost them to Something. give me 2000 miles like nothing right, right she writes back well like this is already like basically just some excuse and basically saying no so no. f you american because of you <laughs> i'm out like 85 dollars for this experience that if you had just handled this correctly i wouldn't have a problem so that's my rant I i'm still so never mad. got the voucher that you guys both Air got from Air, the Air Canada. Can really? I actually used it. And by the way, for as much of an issue as we had with Air Canada, I got a $400 flight voucher from them that I already used. I went to Toronto for like 57 bucks with it. And I got a $200 United voucher. All for that same experience. And American, make this right. American, make it right. I might have to cut that and tag them. Just, just goes back to my belief that the airline industry is the worst industry in the world. Terrible. Just terrible. This happens and, all and over the place. Like I'm very lucky. It's like, okay, that $85, like it really <clears throat> sucks, but like whatever. I put it on like a credit card. What about all the families with kids? Like, what about people well, who like can't do that? Right? I don't know. I, that's what I think about too. Like, so I feel very grateful and lucky that like the $85, like it's really frustrating, but I could pay it. They're like for the people who might have had to spend the night at the airport and then they ended up delaying that flight until 7 p.m. the next day, like, absolute BS. Just do better. Just do better, American. So there's my rant. It's a good one. Thanks. Mm -hmm. All right. Are we, we going to do a weekend binge? Or, uh, I don't I, really have anything. I don't either. PD's watching Bodies, though. P P that's good. Bodies is good. And I know PD. I need to get Brit Box. And Tara says, Body. tell PD it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's all she had to say. If it comes from her, it's it's the law. Bodies, 
Oh, it, I, it's ba- for those that haven't seen bodies, it's based on a true story. <laughs> yeah, no. Take an <laughs> no, OGs no, though no. before that would make. Oh, it. buddy, if you took an OGs before that, didn't even think about that. Oh my goodness, it is deep. It is deep. It is. Uh, my wife tried and I told her the concept. She said, "No, just, 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 just no." It's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. No, it's for me. Uh, yeah, it's definitely for you. Well, the good news is. Uh, even though I had that horrible experience, I didn't leave anything on the plane and go have to go through getting that back. Uh, but if I did lose my Shady Rays on the plane, that's okay because I could easily replace them. PD is wa- rocking his Shady Rays right now, looking good, PD, and we all love our Shady Rays so much. They're stylish. They're affordable. They stand by it. If you don't love them, you can return or exchange them. If you break them the first day you get them, they'll they'll replace them for you. And yeah, they make- First off, you get an award if you can find a way to break them. That's true they're- because mine have been crushed in my bag before and survived. Um, so check out Shady Rays. Great holiday gift as well. So exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over two hundred fifty thousand people pd has been so still i'm convinced he like oh my god i tried that in a meeting <laughs> no and it didn't work Bless damn it Oh, my God. All right. Well, to wrap things up, uh, I have to stop for gas on the drive home, but it's all good because I've got Circle K's all along the route, including two within like a mile of our office. So I'll be stopping by. And if you join the inner circle, you can save 25 cents per gallon on your first five Phillips or in just three cents per gallon every day just in general. So make sure you do that. They're doing the 31 days of Circle K right now on the inner circle app. So something free, a prize every single day right now. It's completely free to join. All you have to do is download the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. Okay, we'll wrap things up. That was a great show. Thanks again to DJ Bean of What Chaos for joining us. A lot of fun with him as always. Uh, they're they're on our show weekly and be sure to check out What Chaos. We'll be back tomorrow at 11 a.m. start. Yeah. We're thrilled. Yeah, love it. That's Best tomorrow. Best scenario for the three of love us. Love it. Um, we're, we're excited. tell my wife that. Shit, there goes the the run to Walmart. Oh, boy. I'm in trouble now. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Oh, boy. All right. Well, we'll be live tomorrow after that game on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. So make sure you subscribe. And subscribe just also so you don't miss when we go live and you don't miss all the extra content we put on the site as well. And you can follow us on Twitter, at Liam Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at S. Peters Hockey, at Jacob underscore Franklin 4. Follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Enjoy the rest of your Friday, everyone, and we will see you all tomorrow afternoon.